Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Friday, October 28th. We're glad to be able to send out these messages over Light and Truth Radio. Appreciate you tuning in and listening, especially our faithful listeners that listen each weekday at this same time. We are blessed to have you listening in. And today we're going to complete the message that we began on Monday's broadcast, preaching to the young people, a remembrance and a request, a remembrance of the sins of youth and a request for youth to come to Christ. That's what we're dealing with on today's broadcast. And I would like to take this opportunity to invite you to come and be with us on this Sunday, this Lord's Day, for a regular service time, Sunday morning at 10.15, and then preaching at 11.05. I've got a couple of songs queued up here that I trust will be a blessing, and then the message from the Word of God. And as we look in the Scripture today for this week's broadcast, we've got several texts of Scripture in our message today, we're going to begin in Psalm chapter number 25 and verse 7. Again, we'll begin in Psalm 25 verse 7 if you'd like to be turning there. We'll also be turning to 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 17, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 22, and Titus chapter 2 and verse 6. Today's sermon is going to be dealing with the sins of the youth. And a call to come to Jesus. I've entitled this message, A Remembrance and a Request. It's a remembrance of the sins of the youth and a request for youth to come to Jesus. And we're looking back at the text that we've been looking at, talking about the sins of the youth. We've covered five of those sins already. Today we're going to be talking about the requests for youth to come to Jesus So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Psalm chapter number 25. I'm going to have several texts to get us started off this morning. And I'm preaching a topical message. One verse from Psalm 25. And also we're going to be going to 1 Samuel chapter number 2. And then we'll be going to the New Testament. Psalm 25. And verse number 7, the Bible says, Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to thy mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness sake, O Lord. You might notice verse number 6, he said, Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness. So he's saying here, Lord, remember mercy, but forget my sins. That's what he's saying. Lord, remember mercy, but don't remember my sins. All right, look in 1 Samuel chapter number 2 and verse number 17. The Bible's talking about Eli's sons. Wherefore, the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord, for men abhorred the offering of the Lord. Also go now to 2 Timothy chapter number 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. While you're getting there, I'll say, he said, Remember not the sins of my youth. I underline that phrase, sins of my youth. 1 Samuel chapter 2, he talked about the sin of the young men. So I'm going to be dealing with the sins of the youth today. That's not my title. I'll give you my title in a minute. 2 Samuel chapter 2, verse 22. 
you could underline these first four words. Flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Back just a page or two, Titus chapter 2 and verse number 6. Young men, likewise exhort to be sober-minded. So you notice in all these texts that I read, he's mentioned sins of youth, young men, youthful lusts, and young men again. Amen. I want to, I want to preach on this thought and really directed my message to the young people, but it'll be, it'll fit every one of us, but I want to preach on this. A remembrance of youthful sins and a request for youth to come to Christ. A remembrance of youthful sins and a request for youth to come to Christ. First of all, I'll deal with this remembrance of youthful sins. Paul told that young preacher Timothy, flee youthful lusts. Not that Paul suspected Timothy of having an affair. Not that Paul suspected Timothy of doing something that was wrong, even contemplating doing that, but rather just knowing the temptations of the flesh. Just knowing the temptations of the body. Just knowing the temptations of youthfulness. Applicable with his age, Paul said to Timothy, you, not only you preach to the young people and exhort them like he told Titus, but he said, you yourself flee youthful lust. All young people are not falling. I know what they say. Well, they're all doing it. No, they're not all doing it. Listen, the, the world says everybody's doing it. No, you don't have to do it. You can say, I'm not doing it. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I'm not going to do it. Amen. This lustfulness and wantonness. You can be like Joseph. Joseph was a young man. Had a woman got to chasing after him. This woman chasing after Joseph. You know the story. And she she tricked him to be in there when there's nobody else around. She had everybody out of the house. And she grabbed him by the coat and said, come lie with me. And he shrugged out of the coat, ran away from her. People say, look what a coward. No, look what a hero he was. Amen. There's the sins of the youth remembered. Remembrance of the sins of the youth. Let me give you this, this last point. The request for youth to come to Christ. Ecclesiastes 12.1, you know it very well. Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth. While the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, you read that whole chapter, it deals with the body aging. The window's getting dim, your eyes not being able to see, the bars, and the, the grinders being where you can't eat like you could. And so he's talking about your age, going, your body is going to decay. He said, listen, he said, don't wait and give God your leftovers he said, give God your best. Give God your youth. Amen. And then you can still have Him when you get to old age. Amen. Amen. And so He said, remember now, thy Creator. Go to God now in the days of thy youth. Jesus said in Matthew nineteen fourteen, Suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto Me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Jesus wanted young people to come to Him. Amen. Remember the rich young ruler? Jesus didn't try to run him off. Jesus loved him, the Bible said. Jesus loved him. He didn't try to run him off. He wanted him to come to him. He wanted him to see the one thing that he lacked, that he might come to Jesus. Amen. Let me mention a few things about why young people ought to come to Jesus. Number one, 
because sins of the youth bring catastrophe and sometimes suddenly. Sins of the youth bring catastrophe and sometimes suddenly. I talked to you about Pharaoh. You think Pharaoh, when he jumped on his horse or jumped in his chariot that day and started off after the children of Israel, thought that'd be his last day? No, he thought, I'll have the victory like I've had victories in the past. He thought, I'm going to show them who God is. And yet he found out who God is. Amen. Happened suddenly. I talked about Haman and Herod and Belshazzar. Every one of them, it happened so suddenly. Not when they expected it to. Amen. A whole lot of people have the idea, you know, I'll get saved later on in life. When I find a, quote unquote, more convenient season. Then I'll, I'll get saved. I'll turn to God. Moses said it right. Be sure your sin will find you out. Sin brings catastrophe. Young people, the sins of youth brings catastrophe and sometimes suddenly. Second reason why young people all come to Christ. Listen to this. I hadn't thought about this. He said Christ died for you in His prime. He deserves for you to live for Him in your prime. He pointed out, Brother Hall, I'd never thought, he pointed out that every one of those sacrifices in that Old Testament were to be young sacrifices. You wasn't to bring an old, decrepit ox or lamb. It's not a lamb if it's old and decrepit. Or a calf. It's not a calf if it's old and decrepit. You wasn't to bring the leftovers. You used to bring that early one, that, that firstborn of the flock. Amen. You used to bring them in a, at an early time. And he said, I believe he's right, that was pointing to the fact that Christ was going to die in his prime. He was still a young man when he went to the cross. And why did he go to the cross? I'll tell you why. That you might be saved. That you and I might have life eternal. Jesus Christ died on the cross. But I could say it this way. Jesus died as a young man for young men. Amen. Jesus died as a young man for young people that they might come to Christ and be saved. Amen. He's not just interested in keeping you out of hell. He wants you to have a good life. And the best way to have a good life is get saved as soon as possible. Amen. Number three, to choose Christ is the best choice of your life. Therefore, the sooner the better. Jesus said this in Matthew 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto thee. Amen. This choice of Christ, choosing Christ, is the most important choice you'll ever make. And so the sooner you can make it, the better it be. Listen, this thing about Christ, we ought to want Him now. Don't put Him off. It's the devil that says put it off. Amen. You remember... The Scriptures talk about those in the Bible that put it off. You don't know that they ever had another chance. Today is the only day we're assured of. Amen. You know these verses, Proverbs 27, 1, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Second Corinthians 6, 2, For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Amen. Hebrews 3, 15 says, While it is said today, if ye will hear His voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. Amen. Yesterday is only a memory. Tomorrow is only a hope. Today is a gift from God. 
Amen. Today is the gift from God. So turn to Christ today. Felix in Acts chapter number 24 said, If I could just get a more convenient season. Paul, I'll call for you. I'll call for you. I believe he intended to. If I can just find a more convenient season. And we can't find in the Scripture where he ever had another opportunity or ever did actually call Paul and come to Christ. Amen. That rich young ruler, Matthew chapter number 19 as well. You can't find in the Scripture that Christ loved him, but you can't find where he gave him a second chance. I don't know that he did. Amen. I could go on and on talking about that. Amen. I read this. This is another thing I read in... in uh, Thomas Brooks, and I looked it up in Plutarch because he says Plutarch said this. And I, I looked it up. I found where Plutarch talks about the death of Julius Caesar. You know, Julius Caesar was killed by his own Senate. He was stabbed in the Senate. I mean, that, that was the way they did impeachment in their day. That's the way they did impeachment in their day. They just stabbed them in the Senate. Don't tell them. They might try that out yonder in D.C. But they, they said that this is what he said. He, he said this man, and I wrote it down the way he said it. Let me find it if I can. Uh, Plutarch is an ancient Roman historian, by the way. I mentioned the other day, uh, I, I read where somebody said there were five biographies written uh, uh, in the early early days of what we call the A.D. time period, the first century. Five great biographies written, and they said you ought to read all five. One's Matthew, the other's Mark, the other's Luke, the other's John, and the fifth one's Plutarch. Plutarch wrote about the Romans and the things. And he wrote a lot like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John did in the fact that he gives you the birth and the life and the death. He talks about that, but then he gives you a moral of the, some of their life. And he tells you their sins and their failures and their successes. And he gives you some things from that. But Plutarch talks about this man, uh, this man named uh, Arta, Artemidorus. Ar, I guess I'm saying right, Artemidorus. And uh, right before Caesar went into the Senate. Now listen. Artemidorus slipped Caesar a note tell him that if he went in there, he was going to his death. And Caesar never opened the note. He laid his note in with his things and went on into the Senate. And this is what Thomas Brooks said. He said, is it possible that God's sending somebody a note today? Is it possible... That he's sending somebody a note today. Would you bother to look at it? Would you bother to consider it? Or are you going to neglect the note? Amen. Let me give you this one and I'll close. I've got other things I'll throw out this, this last one. If you choose to waste your life in sin, if you neglect Christ as He calls in your youth, how can you expect Him to wait and accept you when you get old? I know what they say. People say, well, you know, I'm going to sow my wild oats while I'm young. I'm going to have fun while I'm young. And then I'm going to come to God when I get old. And most of them never do. The average prodigal never gets out of the hog pen. They never do. The average. Once in a while, I want to get out. Thank God. Amen. They say, well, I'm going to be like the thief on the cross. There is a thief on the cross. And I understand that. The thief that died... Calling on God, Christ saved him. But there was also another thief on the cross that did not call on God. There's probably been multiple thieves on crosses that did not call on God. Amen. It's the height of presumption to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask God to wait on me. I'm gonna put God on hold. This call is important to me. Just hang on. I'll get back to you in a few years. You think he's gonna keep on hold? 
You think he's just going to keep on waiting? Listen, I don't know that he, that he won't. He is a gracious God. I'm glad he is. But I wouldn't put him to the test and try his patience. Billy Sunday said that deathbed religions, or deathbed professions, he said it's like burning the candle at both ends and then blowing the smoke in the face of God. That's what Billy Sunday said about it. He didn't believe in deathbed professions. When I say this, if you had a wife, she gets old and decrepit, and she comes home to you, but all of her youth she's wasted in the arms of another man, are you going to be excited about receiving her? I don't think so. You know why? Because we want faithfulness. That's what God wants. Amen. I'm not saying you've got to be perfect in order to get to God, but I'm saying run to God now. Don't live your life in sin. Don't think I'm just going to play around. I'm going to play the field. I'm going to have myself a good time. I'm going to do what I want to do, and then later on I'll do what God wants me to do. Listen, friend, it may not ever come to that. You may never get that opportunity. Amen. Now I've got verse after verse after verse. Revelation chapter 22 verse 12. And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give to every man according as his work shall be. The Bible talks about us standing before God. Amen. Paul said to Timothy, let no man despise thy youth. I'm jumping over some of these verses. Look at him. He said, let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example. Amen. An example of, of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Amen. Paul said, you've got an opportunity to be a witness to other young people. Amen. You've got that opportunity. Let's stand to our feet as they come with a song. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. As that concludes another week of radio broadcasting, we do hope you have a great weekend. I hope you'll be in the house of God on the Lord's Day. And I'd love to take this opportunity to invite you to come and be with us here at the Island Ford Baptist Church, located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Our Sunday morning service, Sunday school starts up at 1015 a.m. and then the preaching time at 1105 a.m. as well. Sunday evening service is at 630 p.m. Love to have you come and be part of those with us. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.